Okay, my friends, um, we are at the 12th of January, and we're just kind of uh, looking like we're at the brink of of disaster. <laughs> um, I can say that it, it definitely can be an emotional ride if you want to stay in that aspect. <laughs> um, we're seeing things that just have escalated. And I remember, oh, I think even before Trump was elected, I think it was during maybe the Obama they said that we would see things never before and we'd be shocked and we'd be dismayed and we'd lose a sense of everything. I mean, just... frightening things. We'd be seeing frightening things. But the Bible definitely shows us this and tells us this. We're just moving at a very accelerated rate. And it's all um, you know, in plain sight. And so when you know these details or things from the Word, you have to realize that it's God's plan, not ours. And just like I said in the last podcast, He will fulfill prophecy. And it's, uh, it is an amazing time in both aspects because you're actually seeing things that the Bible talks about playing out so it's very dangerous times we're in dangerous times and therefore we have to seek the Holy Spirit and know when to do it what to do everything and stay as close as you can to the Lord and right now would be a very good time to really really um, seek him because as humans is created we don't now know how his plans are going to all play out. And I'm doing these podcasts way beyond the days that I thought I would. But I'm still holding the line with the Lord. 
and watching, praying, staying alert, being prepared. For anything. This is just a what if. What if all through this a natural disaster happened? Would we be able to ha handle it? Would it throw chaos in another direction? Would it calm what is happening us to us right now? Would it jolt anybody to thinking differently? But there's something more powerful, more powerful that's above us. So I don't know, you know, it's a big question in my mind to see all these things happening in a twisted way people are thinking and speaking and acting. Um... And when you look at it from good and evil aspects, evil always twists things. <laughs> always. They're calling people who want to peacefully assemble domestic terrorists. Yet they did nothing during the riots and Antifa and BLM and um, there's Congress people in the government that have incited violence and yet nothing's done with them but you know this is how twisted evil can get it, it, it mind boggles you and especially when you're on the side of truth and that's when you have to start looking at this as good and evil, not not uh, everybody wants to explain it away. I don't know that you can explain it away. Evil's going to do what evil's going to do. Yes, you can expose it. You can put forth what is right and good and what is not. But it's gotten to a, a scale of could we really do anything about it? without God's intervention.
because he's, he is the truth and the way and the light and he is for justice. So I'd rather stand on that side and let it be for him to intervene. There were many instances in our history where he let it play out. Play out to a degree where it just looked like there was no hope. And he at sometimes didn't intervene. But it was always for a greater good. A friend of mine called me last night and we had prayer. A man that she had met. It came to be known that he had just lost his first baby boy of six years. Uh, no. Yes, first baby boy. And he only lived six days. And he was born without a brain. But they were able to have time with him before he died. And it devastated him. And you're thinking in, in your own mind, why would God allow a baby to be born without a brain? Well, we don't know. We don't know all those answers. And I'm sure he will, down the road, allow them to know. But right now, we're running without a brain. People are all over the place with emotions. Anger. Disdained. Hate. One side calling the other side and the other side lashing back. Traps in in the aspect of what we've always known as our right to peacefully protest. Traps to make it look like the other side did it. Tactics that often are behind communistic, Marxist, fascist ways. And It's to discredit to fool the people. And they've been planning this for a long time.
And if you think of it spiritually, the enemy's been planning things for a long time. And God sent Jesus, his son, to be sacrificed so that we'd have a way back to the Father because of Adam and Eve's mess up. And how long has that been playing out? A long time. But his Bible tells us it will come to a close. And we're just headed down that path. And we're getting closer and closer and closer. Just realize that in the past year, how much has increased and advanced over all the other years. It's been on a fast track with, with this year, this last year. And it's really zooming now in 2021. So I just think we need to be cautiously thinking what traps would the enemy in sight? And be cautious and not deceived. Because those are the times we're living in. And it's very clear right at this point. And ask the Holy Spirit, what traps are being deployed? This is not for just America. This is everywhere. Because things are happening everywhere at varying degrees. Right now, I wouldn't even go to places that were basically in military lockdown. One DZ. Why? You know, that would be my question. Are you going to stand there and try to protest? And then incite anything against our military? Maybe groups that are wanting to uproar this whole country. Maybe groups that are afraid and think our country's being taken over. But then you'd be fighting Our men in the military who are sworn to, sworn to protect the Constitution and the people. Right now, the Congress thinks that they're all being protected. 
because it's not only a fight. in the spiritual realm, but it's a fight between our elites and the common man. The people that they're supposed to represent, but they've become elitists. They're rich. They're millionaires sitting in our Congress. And how did they get there? They got there from payoffs and laundered money in deals. It's the only way you can make that kind of money. So they live on a different system. They didn't have to take Obamacare. They don't have to do the things that we do. They have a separate set of rules. And yet, they are determining where our money is filtered. Our tax-paying money. And they give themselves very big raises. So, I'm not the only one that can see this. But I'm older. I've seen some things. And I can't say that I wasn't fooled in many ways. I think the whole aspect of the American people, they've been fooled. And now we're seeing it. So if you're a praying person and you want to stay with God, I think this is really an extreme time that you need to be seeking him for for a move of God because we're already seeing the great awakening people are waking up to things and seeing it and understanding and <laughs> going whoa <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of people that are switching from liberal to conservative. There's, in fact, a whole, um, I guess it was on Facebook, and Facebook shut them down. 500 million people on this, this um, site that were giving testimonials to their story of why they switch. 
and pardon me, I've forgotten the name of it. I should have wrote it down. Um, but they've been banned, shut down. Because the left doesn't want that to be seen. And sadly enough, Zuckerberg and a lot of these media moguls are are with the left. So they're shutting them down. They're shutting down free speech and representation. So we're starting to really see the players and what's going on. They have a place in all this. This is why they're doing it. They're, they're looking after themselves. And we're seeing it all. What the human race is so good at. When you start your life in self. And you don't have any awareness of God. And there have been many civilizations that have gone through this. But we are coming up to bigger things, larger things, things that right now we can't understand even or even fathom in our minds. Because it's not over yet. It has to reach a certain point, I think. Even for God. Even for man. And so we just have to be aware, alert, prepared, and very prayerful. And close to God. And if you don't know God, you can accept him. Just by asking him to come into your life, that you accept him, that you believe that he died for, for your sins, for this, for the whole world. And that you want to be with him. But then you have to understand, you have to come out of yourself. It's no longer can be just you. It has to be a partnership with him. That means you have to surrender your will, your emotions, and your mind, and not continue on with what you think, what you feel, and what you want to do. And some people find that 
difficult and it is a process. It's a process of coming to an understanding. But if your heart's in it, and the Lord knows your heart's in it, then that's open to you. As everything is closing down around us and closing off, he has an open door. And once you've claimed that and spoken that to the Lord, he didn't shut the door. There's where his true freedom is. And I don't feel that he's left the fight. We have until 11.59 a.m. January 20th for the presidency to be transferred. So, I'm not going to give up hope. I'm not going to give up hope even if it doesn't happen and Biden gets in there. Because I know there must be some other kind of reason. And I don't know what it is. The thing with God is you won't always know what it is until it's done. And just as I spoke in my other podcasts, I wondered a lifetime why my father rejected me. Why he neglected me. Why he had really no desire in his heart for his own daughter. Where he was distant, aloof. Unkind in words. And I got the answer this last year. And it freed me from all the wonder of why. So some things take a while 
for understanding. Other things don't. So we can never suppose what God's going to do. Unless he speaks it through several credible prophetic people. And you see a theme of prophetic, prophetic word. And he won't give it just in one way. He'll give it in many varied ways. And when you start to see that convergence, then you stand with it. There have been many people that have spoke many words and they've been sent for encouragement. And they have all correlated together. There were no time frames given within it. When I had to split from my son for the first time and he was in his 20s and I moved but he decided not to come with me. That was hard. But I knew that I had to move and had to go. So I went forward. And I, you know, emotionally didn't want to leave. And leave him alone in a state by himself. Because it was just, you know... I wanted to support him, but when you know God is sending you somewhere else, my son had the right to choose elsewhere, so he did, and on the way, as I was traveling, I was speaking to God. And then all of a sudden I heard in the still, soft voice, not audible, but within my spirit, he'll come later. That's all I heard. So I went, okay, Lord. I didn't know the time frame, but I believed in what I was told. And one year later, he came. So, God works out everything according to his riches and glory. To his plan. 
There was something for my son to learn. There was something for me to learn. And it all worked out. So, in this time that we're even having now, there's something for us to learn. Individually and as a nation. And we must learn to cautiously not fall into any traps that the enemy may set up. Sometimes you don't know who people really are. They don't show their face. They're hidden. They play the game well. Until such a time. I've had many friendships like that that really weren't not friendships. They played as they were friendships, but down the road became something different. And then you ask yourself, why didn't I see that? The enemy plays a deceptive game. And we've seen it play out here in this nation. Maybe it's for us to become wise under the Lord, under his Holy Spirit, because he has the wisdom. He has the counsel. He has the true understanding. He has more than a than what we have. We have the natural eye. He has the all-seeing eye. Something that's not confined to this earth. I put a bird feeder out. First time. The kind that holds the suet in the little cage. And it took days for the birds to find it. But now they're swarming all over it. How did they find it? Do birds smell? Or 
or was it just by sight? Sometimes it takes us days to see something, to find, to find it. So, I didn't know it was going to be a lesson when I put it up there. <laughs> I just like birds. <laughs> I like to watch birds, so... There's no specific lesson for this podcast. Um, is this observations, I suppose, and what I know of God and what he's taught me over the years. And I can sit here in relative peace and not be too stirred. Because I've learned it. I've been with him. And I know that I can ask him to help me with anything within myself if I give it to him. I know there's many that can't think back to when we didn't have social media or cell phones. And they can't even relate. We didn't have all that stuff. And how did people communicate? We only had manual telephones and TV and radio. So if you think back even further when people were in the times of Jesus, they, they didn't have anything. All they had of had was speaking. So definitely right now it, it's a information technology that people have become used to and it's being censored and it's being squashed and it's and people probably you know just can't imagine but people can't imagine what we had before So, it's also a movement to get rid of the old people that know what was before.
Because if you can have people tell you what was before, then you have some history to go by. What if the Bible was never put down in writing? And all you had was the word of mouth. That was what was happening when Jesus was alive. Nobody had written any of it. And yet people didn't believe. And now we have deception all around us and everything. So we think, what, what can we believe? We need to be starting to search our hearts. Because that's what Jesus and the Lord and his Father does. They search people's hearts. They search what's coming out of your mouth. Your attitudes and your behaviors. God knows who is who. And all we're seeing before us is judgment by one side or the other. And judgment's reserved to the Lord. We've seen players who we thought were behind Trump, and now we're seeing believers not behind Trump. They switched. Was it for political gain? self-preservation that's not for us to judge it doesn't look good and it leaves things to question but the Lord is the only one that really knows Are they pretending because there's something greater? I don't know. We'll have to find out here. I think we're going to find out real soon. Today's the 13th.
The number 13 prophetically means double portion. So we're going to find out which double portion way we're going to go. And like I said, we have until the actual 20th before 1159. So God can do anything. He's the God of the impossible. He's the way maker. And he does do miracles. But he decides. If you want to think of it in another context, Lazarus was dead for four days in the tomb, wrapped before the Lord came to his tomb and said, roll back the stone. People were afraid of the stench. Won't he stink? The Lord still went in and he commanded Lazarus to come out. And then he walked out of the tomb and thereafter Lazarus in his wrappings came out. If he can raise something that's been dead in the physical for four days, already in the deterioration process, and raise them up to be alive and not in that state, What do you think he could do now? We're seeing a lot of stench, stinky things around us. And for more than four days, But it's like a tomb. That's closing. Yes, we do need that stone rolled back. So that we can come out. God has a way. We need to turn our focus more and more for that way.
I was in a process with my legal blindness for three years. We didn't know if anything was going to work. But we went through the process in hopes that it would work. And then I was told, no, you're going to still be legally blind with double vision. But we did as much as we could. God said no. He fixed what they couldn't fix. And in the spring of 1998, I read the 2020 line without double vision. And you could have seen the frenzy of excitement and amazement and what? <laughs> so I was tested for three months to make sure that what I could see would remain. We're being tested. So I have to get off here. That was my alarm. And uh, wish you well. Keep safe. Keep the faith. Because God keeps the faith for you. And I would tie in closer to the Lord right at this point. Because he knows what the answer is. God bless.